Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 288. Thursday, January 26, 2017. Alright. So. Do you know what the clap means in England, Greg? I know what the clap means here as well. Oh, that's okay. It's the we same thing. We won't go into that then. <laughs> isn't that like uh, isn't that like scurvy? You know, it's kind oh, of. Oh, Greg, no. No, no I know no. it's not like that. I'm just saying that hasn't it hasn't it kind of gone the way of uh, like scurvy? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, possibly. Um, I, the stories I could tell you, not about myself. Well, of course not. About some of the things I've witnessed in my time, mm. uh, but this is a family show, and I'm not <laughs> going to go into it. Yeah. So uh, I'm so... drinking, by the way. What? So oh. Things things may get a little loose. Mm. So uh, spaceman David, uh, we haven't we have not talked since I think like uh, about I don't know about nine or ten months uh, ago. Once upon oh, a time, I think it was May, weren't it? Uh, Something maybe, like that last I year. Don't know. March. I don't. Know. I don't remember. Less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how how are you? And uh, wait, wait. How did the line go? Uh, how is Elvis? And have you seen him lately? <laughs> um, I've not seen that Ghostbusters film. What? I to, no, I've not. Uh, I refuse to watch it. I've seen enough. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Oh, I. Um, I that was talking about the old one. Yeah, well, I've seen that many, many times. I went to the cinema watching that. Yeah. Um, no, Elvis, yeah, Elvis is fine in um, <laughs> Brexit Britain, Trump's America. Oh, God. So I know, I, I know how you feel about that, Greg. Well, I just... <sighs> Let's get it out of the way at the beginning of the show. Yes, I know. Trump, Trump is in. Trump has... Uh... I mean, he, he's he's not even even been the president for a week, and he has already uh, positioned himself as a eight nineteenth century protectionist, a war criminal, um, <laughs> a liar, uh, many many things. Well, it is it is unbelievable. Hmm. Where do I start? Well, you don't um, have to deal with him, so it's funny for you. No, I mean, I mean, we've had the same person sat on the the, the apex of our nation for the last sixty years, so it doesn't, you know. Oh, it, that's it's... true. Oh, are you talking about me, boy? I'm talking about you. Yeah. It's um, me, Queen well, of England. I don't know really where to start with um, Donald Trump. I mean, I've always been um, pretty apolitical. Most of my life, I think I think both wings of politics are both um, bent, for, for want of a better phrase, but they're all scum, they're all liars. Mm. Um, I think the, the, the problem that... I think the problem that, that America has, or the majority of America has at the moment, is you've gone from um, quite a media-savvy, a kind of cuddly president... Mm. And you've gone to this um, other extreme. <laughs> now, my take on it is yeah. there's things that 
Obama has done, which is which are just uh, can be judged as just as as um, criminal or shifty or or whatever. Um, I mean, I think there's been a consistent campaign of bombing in the Middle East. I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but. No. There's things that, because he's had... Wait, wait, hold on a minute. What is wrong with doing all of the bombing, eh? Absolutely not. not, not You've got to bomb people to death. That's what we do in Mother Russia. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But I think... Uh, I just think think Obama Obama has been very, um, like I said, very media savvy, very friendly, kind of like the, the, the kind of the cuddly president that that I think you, you America certainly needed. Um and I think I think a lot of people are frightened of Trump. Um not necessarily because of his I mean obviously he's only been in office for a week or two. Not necessarily for his his policies which have yet yet to be evident. Um but I think what frightens a lot of people is he doesn't have a filter between brain and mouth. Or, and, in, or in this case, tweet. Yes. Uh, now, again, just to kind of preface everything, I've, I, I've, I tuned out of the news about five months ago. Ah. Uh, I've, I've, the other things, I, I mean, I'm going to be sound quite hypocritical, but I think a lot of people... They get their news and their information from social media, as do I, and I'm not slagging them off for that. But they're only getting their their news from from one or two sources. But a lot of a lot of news um, is is opinion masquerading as as facts, uh, and that is that is quite dangerous. Um, and I just think if people don't like someone Did you know that the just on what they see through the TV screen, they're never going to like them. Um, he, he, he was, I mean, I know he was on, um, is it The Apprentice, the, the You're Fired show? Yes, and I think that's right. I, I, I was still, number one in the ratings and then Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> took over and he's failed. He's a failure. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good impression. Failure. <laughs> That's a very good impression, um, but I just uh, can I ask you something though? When well, uh, the Queen uh, recently had a bit of a health scare, oh yeah. <laughs> so were you? Uh, were you like ready to celebrate or? Uh... On this public forum, I'm not particularly willing <laughs> to uh, give you my personal opinions uh... um, um, because of the nature of my work. Mm. Um, I come into contact with quite a lot of um, kind of low-level politicians, believe it or not. Um, obviously, we're not going to discuss all that. One of them lives about 500 yards away from where I'm sitting, and these are people who are, you know, something like top 20, top 30 most powerful people in the country. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a very big country. Nice. Um but um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go in. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But all I'll say is, um, traditionally, where I live, um, the royal family isn't particularly well respected, mm. and that goes back to you know, you know, six, seven hundred years ago. Oh, really? That long? 
Oh, the War of the Roses and all that stuff between Yorkshire and Lancashire. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to read into local history as well. Uh, and then Mel Gibson. Yes, uh, I suppose I'm, yeah, I'm not, about half, but uh, about halfway between Scotland and London where I am. So I'm, I, I suppose I've got a bit more affinity with Scotland as opposed to, lo- as opposed to London. Um, so yeah, I'm skirting around the question like a good, uh, a good politician, but uh, either way, um, I do, I do quite like um, Prince William. I think he would be, I think he would make a good king. Yeah, but he's going to be, he's, he's not going to be king until he's like ninety years old. The way the rate these guys are going. Yeah, um, I mean, what's the queen now? Ninety, ninety-one, yeah, something like that. At least. That. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then you've got Charles. Um, uh, I've got Charles, a sneaky feeling. Charles, you're going to well, be the that, king, Charles. Yeah, that would be good, Charles in charge. Scott Bale, Charles in charge. That would yeah. be very, yeah, that would be good. That it's me, buddy. Um, so yeah, I, 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 do, <laughs> I just, I just think in a, in a kind of um, modern era, mm. I do think. Um, I think Prince William it would be a good king. The reason I, I don't mind Prince William mm. is uh, he must be nice because my grandma liked him. <laughs> so that, yeah, that that to me is a big uh, barometer. Uh, she didn't like any of the others. I see. Yes. Uh, we, we'll discuss well. this off air. Huh? We'll dis- we'll discuss my political views off air. I mm. think. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'll edit that. I'll edit that out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we've we're stuck with Trump for some time period. I mean, he could very easily quit. Uh, he could very easily be kicked out. Uh, any number of things. So, uh, uh, I'm not suggesting anything. Yeah, I was going to, yeah, I mean, as, as a British citizen, I was going to, I mean... We I have a, let me just say, we have a lot um, of grassy knolls over here. Yes, I know where you're going. Um, and I, I honestly, in 2008, I honestly thought that's where Obama was headed uh, because of um, the, the, the amount of... Um, which I think a lot of people have forgotten the amount of protests against him. Mm. Um, you're gonna—I mean, at the moment, yeah, tr- Trump, Trump, Trump's just got in. Um, it, there's going to be protests and, and, and arguments well, and yeah. X, Y, Z for the, certainly for the next uh, so six months, and it's going to die down. Which is, I mean, the, the, well, the kind I, of the, no, the, I don't the think it is. The, I don't think it sorry. is because he doesn't. He, I don't think it will die down because he doesn't shut up. Um, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's an extremely um, polarising character. Um, I can't remember the percentage. I think it was like 52 to 48, something like that, in terms of um, uh, the, the majority. It was, I know it was a very, very small majority that he got in, and I know there's a lot of arguments about, um, was it... Uh, the electoral college, if I yeah, remember. yeah, he he won the electoral college, but he actually lost the uh, the national popular vote. Mm-hmm. So he got he got around three million less votes than Hillary. Uh, right. He blames it on illegals voting, which of course is nonsense. 
<laughs> I mean, are, the, are, are illegal immigrants allowed to vote? No, in of course not. Right. Okay. So that that's he's basically what he's arguing is that people register to vote in sometimes different states, and then the states don't really like um, they don't really clean that up. But the the problem with that ridiculous argument is almost his entire cabinet and all of his advisors are registered in more than one state. Right. Okay. You know, because they, they live somewhere and then they have the, the you know, then they have the, the, the summer house somewhere else, you know, so it's a it's it's ridiculous. But uh yeah, his yeah. ego does not allow him to uh let it pass. So he'll just constantly bring it up even when no one asks. Well, what what I'll what I'll say about uh, about D- Donald Trump, and again, listeners out there, please please let me caveat this with I am not I'm not a political person. I, I slag off the right and the left. I've got no affiliations whatsoever. But now, get ready to terminate the call if you wish. Nah. Okay. Right. In terms of the lesser of two evils, mm. yeah, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. Well, I know what you're going to say, but... I think, I think, and to carry on with the assassination um, uh, <laughs> well, I, I haven't said that! Yeah, you didn't. Well, put federal words in my mouth! Federal government listening. I just um, said there's a lot of grassy knolls here! Yeah, they, and yeah, they may require some uh, um, uh, greenskeeping and things like yes, that. Yes, yeah. exactly. But we can't yeah, do it cool. anymore! It won't allow the Mexicans in to do it! Well, ah, oh, well done. Um, I just think... Um, what I think certainly what America and what a lot of other countries need, the problem that we've a lot of people have had is he's not a politician and maybe that's what is needed <laughs> because where I, again, where I'm sitting is right. Hillary Clinton Ooh. would certainly have rattled the cage of Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And yeah, but he's not gonna he's not gonna do anything. Come on. Well I just think the potential was there for a for a, a, a military conflict, which nah. is what she seemed to be wanting. Um whereas I think Trump is gonna I think I think Trump I, th- I think it's safer for Trump to upset the American people as opposed to Russia and China, yeah. which is what Clinton would have done well, in my eyes. Eh. And this is my opinion, uh, federal I, government. No, I know. I just think that uh, for me, the number for me, the number one issue is climate change, because we could all argue about trade and all those other things. But uh, if you're uh, if you're dead because of climate change, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I think everything else is kind of. Secondary. I mean, breathing and drinking water is usually the first order of business. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's yeah. it's fairly near the bottom. All right. So yeah, yeah so uh, we're stuck with Trump. Trump is uh, you know, he is what he is. Um, now over in the UK and now in some of the other European nations, there's this uh, Brexit thing that's been going on, oh, whereupon. Yes. Uh, the United Kingdom is trying to leave the European Union, um, and obviously this has caused a, a kerfuffle. But here, you know, here's the funny thing: that Brexit vote 
passed by a very, very slim margin. Yes. It lost by a decent margin in Scotland and Northern Ireland. And in over here, if you look at Trump, he lost the popular vote. The states that he won, four or five states that put him over the top, but he, he won them by very, very small margins. So here you have these extremely extreme policies in both places that won by a very, very small measure. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I can't, again. I, so wait, I, so wait. So my question is, what the hell is Brexit? And have you seen him lately? <laughs> as far as I know, Brexit is is the kind of slang term for Britain exiting the EU, therefore the BR in the in the in the Brexit. Brexit. Yeah, I know, but what does that mean? We uh Britain is a as a I suppose uh, a collection of islands um will be leaving the ah. The trade—it's like the trade umbrella yeah. of the European Union, um, and again, um, that's something that maybe is not in the in the in the mainstream media. But I can't remember the exact um, number, but the, just the fee to be in this. Kind of think of it as like a an exclusive gentleman's club kind of thing. The you, mere membership fees. You mean is, like the the two hundred thousand dollar membership to be on to be in Donald Trump's uh, golf course? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I could afford that, I'd certainly uh, I'd certainly not that I like golf or anything, but I'd certainly have a walk around his golf course. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Ju- just the, the the fees to to remain in the EU. Uh, Ridiculous. I mean, we've got. I mean, I don't want to get on a political soapbox or anything. I go on a tirade, but the, the easiest I can I can explain it. It's hundreds of millions, right? Um, I think per month, mm. just to be, just to attend these these for for, for Europe, uh, European ministers to go to to Belgium Man. and listen to uh, and listen to what Angela Merkel wants. Which to me is it, it fundamentally not right. Now, the scared that if we come out of the EU, we're going to lose trade with all the other countries. It won't be as easy for for Britain to to trade with the countries. But what they've not realised is that Britain is is a giant warehouse. We don't produce anything anymore right we just we, we, we just store things for other countries that are going to be shipped off to you know across the atlantic to yourselves or australia or whatever that's essentially what it is yeah, but does anybody make anything in in europe except for like italian shoes yeah that's well that's the other thing and german um, cars i mean <laughs> it's like nothing fish. else yeah it's you know but and the, i think a lot of it is is the fear of of well what are we going to do now now in the in the the, the fortnight that that Britain uh, kind of got this got this vault the pound went up uh, by quite a few points it's gone back down again now yeah. um, but it's all about trade it's a bit like Star Wars Episode One 
It's all about tr- trade agreements. Oh, you the, have the trade, the trade federation, the trade federation got a better deal. I oh. am not going to do any racist. Uh, I'm terrible. not. That I'm doing the, the stupid accent in the dumb movie. <laughs> uh, I found out the other day it was it was a British comedian did the voice. Oh, it was what a Offensive, uh, offensive racist aliens. Um, yeah, Brexit to me, it's in a nutshell, um, it's leaving the EU so we can actually go out into the world and trade with other countries if other countries want to trade with us. Mm. Um, now, Donald Trump has said he's willing to trade with us. Iceland, um, they have, uh, they're not in the EU and they're pretty prosperous. Yeah. They jailed the bankers and they've kind of got them, they're making up their own laws and things like that. Italy, um, 99% certain they're on their way out of, of um, the EU. I think Denmark... Yeah, but, uh, but let's face it, the, the Italians are, are not very good with uh, managing a government, nor their finances. <laughs> so I don't know what they're going to do, but... Listeners, listeners, Greg is of Italian extraction, as am I. Now, if you see photographs of myself, my colouring doesn't dictate that, but I trust you, <laughs> I do have an Italian surname, believe it or not, listeners. So we're not being casually racist again. Um, I just I, I just think it's taken, I think in terms of other countries, in, in the eyes of other countries in Europe, it's taken Britain to say, right, stuff this, we're not getting anything out of it. You've got other countries making up our laws, Um it's time to leave. We, you know, we did fine for however many decades before the EU, yes. um, the Maastricht Treaty and all that. And, and it's all that young, younger people, it's all that they've known and they've got no frame of reference. Um, so, yeah, and but again, like I said, I've tuned out of the news and I feel a lot better for it. And... Um, I think a lot of the a lot of the Brexit stuff is is kind of um, the blaming racism for it and things like that and yeah. or xenophobia and and all that and again that's that's total nonsense. Um, there is an element of that, um, but you're going to get that anywhere and everywhere. Um, it doesn't affect me. Um, the roof's not falling in on me. Um, you know, I just think people need to. Need to grow up a little bit and, and stop acting like big babies. Um, uh, and all the people that I see protesting against things like Brexit and and, and all that, they're, they're not carrying themselves in an adult manner. Um, but uh, it's still not been signed off. I think there's some some lobby or something that that Theresa May, our uh, un- unelected leader, um, is now um, looking at. Um, well, I think that's those. Uh, I, from what I read, it's those guys wearing the wigs. Oh yes, the uh, the high court. That's the, that's <laughs> the, it must look hilarious to you. Why do they it? still wear the wigs? They I still do it in know. Canada. They just like Blackadder. I don't know. No, I <laughs> Blackadder. <laughs> All right. Well, do want to look like Hugh Laurie in uh, Blackhead of the Third? That's all it is. I've, I've no idea, Greg. I've no idea at all. All right, so, all right moving on. Go on. British television. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that, I don't know if you've noticed this, but here in the United States, uh, many of the hipsters 
They just love to love obscure British television. Ah, right. Go on. I'm so, interested. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so here's what's happened. Years ago, um, we never really got British television. So right. the only thing we would really get would be stuff that PBS would show, public broadcasting. So it would be things like Masterpiece Theater and... Uh, you know, crap like that. And what was the show that um, that Julie Dench was on for years? Oh God, um, ever decreasing circles, I think. Something like that. It was like a. It was just a, like a lot of. It was. It, it, I mean, I guess it was a comedy in Britain. Uh, it, I I didn't think it translated as comedy, but it didn't translate as comedy over here, mate. No. Uh, so <laughs> it was mostly. Uh, it was mostly uh, uh, like old people making polite jokes about each other's age. Yes. Anyway, so that's all we would get. And then you had like the Doctor Who fans. I was never really into Doctor Who. And Doctor Who fans would get it by like VHS and different things. And eventually like the sci-fi channel had like the old episodes. That's what, That's all we would get. What's happened is, first, uh, the BBC started a channel called BBC America uh, several years ago. And they started airing a lot of the the British shows over here. And then Sci-Fi aired uh, more of them. They came back with Doctor Who. And then they did that... uh, God, I don't even remember the name of it. The show that Barrowman was on. uh, Torchwood. Torchwood, yeah. They started doing that. And... And then it just, it moved on. And then, you know, now they won't, they, at first they won't shut up about that. Now they won't shut up about Sherlock uh, or Black Mirror. Now they're all on, you know, now all these British shows are on like Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's this, this overload of, it, it's bad enough. Is it not bad enough that you guys steal all of our superhero roles, except for Robert Downey Jr. And now you're, you're invading our television. Well, where is David Hasselhoff going to act? David Hasselhoff's over here. Ah! He's on a show um, over here called Celebrity Juice. What the hell is he doing? He's a. It's like a panel. Uh, it's like a panel oh, game show kind of thing where he's like um, a kind of pundit. Now, yeah. if your if your American hipster friends want to get into obscure British titles, I can give you a couple in a minute. But. Um, Again, I think the, my first appearance on 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 the show, I mentioned about how I've been obviously obsessed with Americana pretty much as long as I can remember. I mean, one of my earliest memories is um, playing with a Fonzarelli Amigo oh. doll with the little uh, tab in the back. This is going back to like 1977. There's. Yeah. Uh, hey. He's, yes, he's. I'm actually acting this out, listeners. <laughs> on the doll, there was a there was a, a switch on the back, and if you pressed it, he made the a ah. movement with his, with his arms and his thumbs. So, yeah, I just I don't. The thing is, I think what what you've got to look at in terms of casting the superheroes, I think you I think you've got a lot of casting directors, obviously in Hollywood. And I just think if, um, I think certainly from what I hear, is if um, 
they want actors who who have got maybe some uh, kind of they're the, the unknown. So people like Henry Cavill was was relatively unknown at the time. Yeah. Christian Bale, when he got Batman, was still quite um, unknown. I think the biggest thing he'd done was um, Newsies. Um, he did Newsies. Did he? Yes, Newsies. <laughs> Come on. What year was that? Yeah. I remember, I remember him in Little oh, like Women. 92, 91, 92. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, cause he disappeared for a couple of years after Empire of the Sun. He came back with like like a, a stupid long hair haircut. <laughs> um, I, I, just, I just think these casting directors, you, if you're British and you walk in and you speak with a, a relatively upper crust... That's yes, that's right, yes. Well, if you, if you walk into a, a yeah. casting director yeah. and speak like this, they, they think you've got a lot of gravitas, a lot yeah. of uh, quote-unquote class yeah. and things like that. And if yeah. certain people like Henry Cavill are unknown, um, I know Christopher Reeve was unknown, and Christopher Reeve has always been and always will be to me Superman that that's my Superman and and hopefully a couple of younger people's Superman um I just think I just think if they walk they walk in and they speak with a British accent to to a, a, an American I'm going to sound really ignorant here but you're getting people like I mean the alternative is people like um Mark Wahlberg yeah. um um who else is there like I don't know Shia LaBeouf ah. <laughs> God, I was going to mention him. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to use bad language on the show, but but you know, maybe on a personal level, they look at them and they just think they can't carry off this 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 role. Or, uh, and if if you can, if you're half decent looking, and, and just because you've got a British accent, they think that you're more intelligent than they are, and things like that. But that's that's the stereotype I, I've always had. Um, I think. Now again, look, we have our Matthew McConaughey's and uh, right, all right, all right, uh, and who else do we have? I mean, you know, we have the older generation, the De Niro's and the Duvals and Pacinos and and those types. But I think what it is is that the British actors, whether they're in theater or they're on one of these many British television shows, they are allowed to act. On these yeah. shows, either in theater or on TV, in publicly or uh, you know or privately financed productions, yeah, in which they're not f- in fear of being uh, canceled, uh, recast. You know, you know they don't have to test for four hundred pilots. You know, all the all these ridiculous things that that Hollywood does, and I think that that's what helps them. It's funny. I read Mike Myers' book. Uh, you know, Wayne's World, Mike Myers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he is Canadian. He is. Yes. However, his parents were English. Liverpool, I think. Yes, yes, indeed. So Mike Myers, uh, he wrote this book called Canada. And I went and I, I met him at some very, very, you know, kind of hole-in-the-wall bookstore in, in Manhattan a few months ago. All right. Yeah, he, yeah, he's 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 always a nice guy. It's just the weird thing is the book is only available in Canada. It's not even available in the United States. Very strange. So he talks about his life and and all these anecdotes and stuff. So he talks about Canada and Canada being sort of like this offshoot of Britain. They had the uh, the CBC Canadian 
broadcasting <laughs> company. <laughs> so, and what, well, no, but what he talks about in there is, you know, he says, you know, the CDC, the CBC would have all of these television shows and these programs for, for like up and coming actors and directors and writers in which you basically got paid to learn how to, to, to do this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whereas we don't do that in the United States. We don't really train these people. Uh, very, 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 we very, very seldomly do we even train them. I mean, you look at it and most of the people who have like Juilliard or new school training in the United States, um, like acting training or directing training, um, they're going to essentially undergrad school. And a lot of them drop out after two or three years and then they're, they're in acting, you know, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And whereas in, in the other countries, they're allowed to be, you know, they're allowed to be 25, 26, 27 years old and they've learned for, you know, 10 years and then yeah. they go and do something else, you know? I mean, you know, and if you go, even if you go all the way back to quote, old time Hollywood, I mean, think about it. Charlton Heston, by the time he was like a well-known name, he was old. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, a lot of those guys were. Now, some of that generation is because, you know, they had been in World War II or whatever, but, um, you know, they were, they were experienced, you know, at that point. Whereas I don't think the American actors, it's been said, really don't get that experience. Plus, they're living in Hollywood, so there's like this, this bubble of like attractiveness and you can only do something if you're attractive and blah, blah, blah. So, eh, whatever. Um, well, my, I mean, Mike Myers, I remember him um, on children's TV over here back in the early 80s. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he was on a show called Wackaday. Ah, yeah, he said that. He was talking about it in his book, yeah. Yeah, wide, yeah the Wide Awake Club. Um, and I remember him from that. Um, and again, being a... a Northern hillbilly. I thought of him as uh, as um, American. I, I didn't know he was Canadian. You don't really make that distinction when you you know eight nine years old. Um, and he was on. Um, yeah, you thought I, you thought I was American, eh? What um, about yeah, what about yeah. me? Did you think I was American, eh? I'm not even taking a swing at the Canadian <laughs> accent. I don't want to offend the Canadians. Oh um, come on. Well, um, yeah, I just I just think. The thing is that with America, I mean, you've talked about young young people kind of uh, the, this attractiveness and this bubble. I mean, all all I see, um, it's a bit like Logan's Run in terms of actors. They're all by the time they get to thirty five, you don't see them anymore. Um, well, that's, I, yeah, I just I know. Uh, all all I see certainly here, and I don't really watch that much anymore. Um, is kind of young people and and uh, the the stories I hate I hear um, like oh god he was the guy that directed Fantastic Four Josh Trank oh <laughs> yeah but that guy was <laughs> a moron well I, I mean he was I think I think in terms of studios and again I'm going back to the kind of I'm just making assumptions here. Well, now we're talking, well, yeah, but then if we get into like blockbuster comic book movies, I mean, those things have become a train wreck at this point. Well, I just, I just think that the executives and producers or, or whoever's actually got the power. Right. Certainly when it comes to the creative side, 
We can go back to David Fincher on Alien Three. They just they want kids who they can push around. They right. don't want kind of cantankerous people with clout and with and, and with vision, you know, quote unquote vision. Like people like, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to Ridley Scott, um, who I don't think he's directed anything decent for a, a good few years. No. Oh no, I don't think really? so. Really? Yeah. Um, what's the last? The last thing I can remember that had the Ridley Scott stamp was Thurman Louise. That was a what? Yeah, that's ninety one. He's done. He. Oh, hold on a minute. I. 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 I Go on. Now hold on. All right, Thelma. <laughs> Thelma Louise. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the fact that fourteen ninety two Conquest of Paradise was bad. I'll give you that. <laughs> Okay, White Squall, White Squall, nobody saw. G.I. Jane stunk. But Gladiator? Oh, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, Gladiator. All right, right. so then there were some other bad ones. One of the, I I loved Kingdom of Heaven. I thought that was great. Orlando Bloom and uh, Eva Green. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, American Gangster, Was that Ridley Scott? Right, I take that back. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. But come on, The Martian? The Martian's great. Oh, no. No? No, no. I thought it, I thought it was like watching the Jerry Marmalade. It was just... Um, the who? Marmalade. It just... Uh, oh. What's the American equivalent of Marmalade? I don't know. Jelly? Yeah, jelly. Yeah, jelly. Um, orange jelly. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. Um, ah. Prometheus, don't get me started. Um, I, again, I, we've argued about this before. I, I I actually liked it. I know a lot of people don't. I could see how people don't like it, but you know, the next one, Covenant, he's 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 going to make up for it. Eh? Well, he's he's he's, um, he's eighty years old. He is. Kind of, yeah, he's 79, 80 wow. years old. He's not getting any younger, and that's no Ugh. kind of. Judgment on his on his prowess and things like that, but certainly he's done Blade Runner, thing. Blade Runner two. Yeah, Blade. I never liked well, the first one, to be honest. Uh, I've never been a big, I've never been a massive fan of Blade Runner, but it's one of those things that I actually do own because it's one of them things you can just start. I bought it, I bought the Blu-ray because there was a like a two-hour documentary on it. Yeah. Um, but plus to, like to plus back, like a five-hour director's cut. Oh yeah! Again, it's just I'm not not bothered about things like that. I mean, I, I like the first version of Blade Runner I saw was the one with the voiceover, um, without the unicorn and all that. And obviously, that that's the one that I saw first, and that's the one I'll, I'll remember. But again, that's by the by. But I, I just think in terms of age, certainly for these for the creative side of things, they want pretty young people in front of the in front of the camera, and they want young. Directors or, or um, to, to so they can push them around. It's easier to fire someone with who's so desperate to kind of please the producer or the executives right. or whatever. People like and they went off on a tangent on Ridley Scott. They don't want to deal with people like Ridley Scott because he'll say, "Well, hang on a minute, who are you? Yeah. I've been in this business longer than you've been alive, and things like that." And right. They don't want that. He, he does. He does have, or he did have, genuine, genuine talent. Mm. Um, I just, I just think. I mean, you got people like um, 
People like George Miller, who I think he's 75. He's, he's, yeah, no, he's, up there. he's no young man. Um, and he just, he did, uh, I mean, I'm not... I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I, I thought it. I thought it was interesting that new um, Mad Max film. Yeah, I and, liked it. Well, I think to 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 kind of go the other side of, of, of Ridley Scott, where Ridley Scott seems to me to be just directing by numbers. George Miller in the back of his man, and again, he's an Aussie, so he doesn't really care. Ah. Uh, and, I, and I love that about the Aussies. It's just they open their mouth and they say what they want. And again, right. listeners, I'm not being, I'm not being racist. There's an Aussie, my cousin's right. about it, to marry an Australian. It, it's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. That's a very good um, Irish accent you seem to be doing there. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I think George Miller, when he, he sat down to direct... Um, uh, the new Mad Max. He just said, "Luke, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. I've not got a lot. I've not got a lot left uh, on this planet. I'm going to do what I want. I'm not compromising. Stuff the producers, stuff the, the the executives. I'm doing what I want. And if he's kind of just run off off, off his off his leash, yeah. and he's come out and he he's done what he wants, and it's it's a, a critical smash. And they want him for." Um, I think one of the Justice League films I heard, and, oh, and God. you know things like. They, I mean, just... I I think honestly, uh, I, I I watched Batman vs Superman finally, and I I just came to the realization that that the DC movie universe just is never going to work ever. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's dead. It's just they can't. I don't know what it is. They just can't make it work. Well, just before we started recording, I watched something on uh, Ben Affleck's um, input into uh, the new uh, because he's saying isn't the script isn't right and he doesn't want to do the 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 new Batman film and all and all this stuff, which I think I think I think that's absolute nonsense to be honest. Script isn't right. No, again, I saw Batman and Superman and I didn't think much of it, and then I saw the Blu-ray for like. The equivalent of you know five dollars or whatever it is over here, yeah. seven quid. I thought, you know what, I'll buy it. It's something to stick on in the background. And I've not, I've not watched, it. I've not watched it yet. But I saw a bit, I saw a bit of it on on the telly, and just the, there's like a five minute sequence where Batman gets to be Batman, and I thought, you know what, I'll have that. He just basically kicks everyone's head in, and I yeah. thought if they can do it, if they can do that as a film, that that'll be really good. Now. What this what they seem to have done because they're so um, again I think that you've just kind of alluded to the the, the DC um, film universe again I think the executives are, uh, are panicking and they've given uh, Ben Affleck and again fair play to him because he, he certainly wasn't my first choice he's got a lot of um, kind of good creative ideas he's a well He's well-respected critically. He's also, you know, I think this is the other thing, you know, people, I think, kind of miss this point uh, with with Ben Affleck, but I, I think it's valid. Well, I mean, I know you could do anything you want with, with uh, movies, but Ben Affleck is like six foot, I don't know, four or something like that. <laughs> I, I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty tall. And, and let me look it up here. Ben Affleck is six uh, four, yeah, yeah. And Henry Cavill is six uh, foot one. Midget. <laughs> so, but no, I'm just saying that. I just think that it can't. You can't uh, dispel the fact that 
he's a big guy. So when they're close together, you know, you're giving Batman that kind of gravitas of, yeah. of being Batman, you know, and not, you know, Christian Bale, who's, I don't know, he's got to be like five foot six or something like that. I mean, he I'll is. Think I think he's six. I think he's six. Oh, yeah, foot, yeah, six foot. Yeah, All six right, foot well. one, something like that. He's not a. He's not a Tom Hardy. He's a. He's an umpalumper. Yeah, he's a, yeah, five nine. He's a little guy. Not that I'm massive, listeners. No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, hey, right, so um, how many people have we offended so far? Hey, I can't keep track Canadians. of these things. Canadians, artists. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, so a couple of uh, tidbits here. I, I don't know what's your opinion on this. Is the the Ringling Brothers Circus out of business? Yes, one hundred and forty-five years old or something. Is that what it is? I don't know. I heard this the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, as I get older, um, I hate people more. And, uh, and, and, you hate uh, people more? <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate people even more. Uh, and I've got, uh, um, I started liking uh, animals more. Um, and I've seen a couple of things where, um, you know, elephants being beaten and things like yeah. that for tourists. And bird, I mean, the one that breaks my heart is, is like, these these burrs in captivity and, and things like that and, I, and and again I'm not again I'm not you know I'm not a hippie or anything but it's like they should be running around in a forest right. you know they should and this and again zoos and things like that now if someone came to my front door tomorrow and said right let's go to the zoo and let's look at some animals I'd I'd, I'd be there straight away but I won't as long as I mean I, I watch documentaries and things like that and I know that. It is the only way for some of these animals to survive. Yeah. Um, you know, pandas and, and yeah, but uh, I mean, they could put them. You know, a lot of them they could put them in like sanctuaries and things like that. They, I mean, they, there's no reason for them to be performing. You know, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, again, I mean, I've seen. Um, I mean, like dogs can do it, but. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you know, like I at mean, the dog I'm, shows, you know, the dogs yeah, run, you know, well, the dogs well, run through the, in between the cones, they jump over the hoop and through the hoop and whatever. Uh, you mean you mean crops? The what? Crops, the um, the border collies. Yeah, the the competition that we have over here with uh, the best dogs in the world. And there used to be a program in Britain called. Uh, this is obscure for, for your <laughs> hipster friends over in America. Uh, hey, you never know. Uh, one man and his dog. Okay. Uh, this little glimpse into British culture. This was a pretty mainstream show, and I think it was on like um, uh, early evening on Sundays, and it was a sheepdog show where they would, would herd sheep. Oh, into... my God. <laughs> this, this was mainstream entertainment in the 70s and 80s, Greg. Oh, my God. Sheep, this, this sheep herding? Yeah. I am, it'll be on YouTube. Uh. Have a look on YouTube if anyone's doubting me. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, I, I don't, again, as like I said, as I get older, I don't want to see animals hurt. People I couldn't care less about. Um, but animals, certain things like birds and elephants and things like that, who, um, 
yeah, they shouldn't be being beaten and, and all that. And and again, zoos, I'm I'm kind of on the fence with about about zoos. It's quite depressing if you I mean I've not been to a zoo in thirty something years. And you see you just see an an animal in a concrete surrounding and it's not the natural habitat, but if they get sent to that natural habitat, the poached or the hunted or the killed or whatever, and you just think, well, again, going back to the top of the shore, the lesser of two evils. Um, so I don't really care if this uh, if this circus has uh, has gone out of business. I'm sure there'll be more uh, kind of clown sightings on the streets now. Um. You know, w- will work for food or whatever. Um. Some some clown sat on the corner of. Um, uh, the streets, I suppose. Um, so uh, again, it's, it's sad to hear about any kind of business going out of um, uh, going out of business. But if it involves kind of animals potentially being mistreated, I'm sure they would have mistreated them in the, in the you know the Victorian era. Um, I have no sympathy. Oh, before we met, I mentioned uh, you mentioned Shia LaBeouf. Uh, apparently, uh, Shia LaBeouf is uh, set up a, a webcam in uh, over in Astoria, Queens, New York, right uh, uh, outside of a museum. And uh, basically, he's been there every day, uh, like yelling at the web camera. And then, like uh, a lot of hipsters and some other grungy folks show up and and chant and yell with him. Uh, it's it's very strange. Um, I've just seen uh, anti punch some skinhead or something. So. Uh, yeah, it was a weird one. <laughs> he didn't punch him. He, he was like trying to bite him. It was a very strange interaction. One of the bite him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the weirdest interactions I've ever seen. Well, I mean, if you talk to um, like doormen and, and and bouncers and things like that. They'll always say the big the, the big guy with the tattoos is is not the one to worry about. It's the little one with the crazy eyes, and maybe he's trying to. If he's confronted some big yeah. um, skinhead, he's gone for the. Well, um, I don't. I don't know that this guy. I still don't know this guy was a skinhead. I mean, quite frankly, he looked like John Oliver. So, <laughs> is that the is that that um, chat show host? Yes, yeah, he he uh, he has a very very odd British accent. <laughs> Uh, I thought he was Australian. Am I right? John Albert? No. The guy with the black hair and the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's I English. Think he's, I think he's an Aussie. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think it's. Uh, I think uh, I think your your folks uh, produced him. Um, again, I, I only know of him through certain things on Twitter and Facebook. I, here, here we um, go. Here we go. Oh boy! Not only is he British, Erdington, West Midlands. All right, okay. So it's from um, the black country, I believe. <laughs> I think that's that it. What it is? Uh, Isn't it yeah, near it's you? It's not near you. Hundred miles, hundred twenty miles, something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, with people in the Midlands, um, my best mate is um, he's from the black country in the Midlands, and if you say Birmingham, i.e., Brummies. Uh, which is the slang for people from, but they get very, very offended by that. So I think, yeah, he's going he's, he's gonna to be from the black country where um, Led Zeppelin are from. Ah, I see. Your favourite band? Well, I don't know if they're my favourite band, but... Oh, it's the band is your band, isn't the it? Ba- uh, yes, without question, the band is the band. my band. And if you start asking me what band, I will become very upset. 
Yeah, we did. We did this a couple of years ago. Yeah, who's on first? Yeah, no, that, that's that was Rob's thing. I'd say the band. He would say, "Oh, what band? The band? What band? The band?" <laughs> Why I played along, I don't know. Anyway, Sorry, half of, half of Led Zeppelin oh, okay. music fans. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Plant and uh, Bonham were from. I know they were from like the country. Hicks from the sticks. That's right. Yeah. Anyhow, oh, so speaking of music, there we do have a celebrity death to discuss. I know you're a big fan. Whammo, George Michael dead. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was quite a shock. Uh, Christmas Day. Um, uh, a lot of people wanted to melt down over here. Really? Um, oh yeah. Um, it was, I think, um, I just think last year uh, was so insane. Oh, just everybody died. It's ridiculous. Everyone died. <laughs> um, and I just I just think with, uh, I think I suppose over there, I think everyone kind of went mad when Prince died. And I think over here, yeah. it had the same impact. I just think it had a little bit more kind of pathos because he died on uh, Christmas Day, and obviously at this time of year, uh, he died of heart failure, and his, you know, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, yeah. is the opening. <laughs> and there's all these things where it's like, that song's on the radio with those lyrics, and he dies of a heart failure on Christmas Day, and I just well, think a lot I mean, of people... Well, he didn't really die of a heart failure. Well, he obviously... Copious amounts of drugs he was probably taking, and, and yeah. all well, that. not but, well, not only that, but then you know, Carrie Fisher died at the same time, so that kind of dwarfed uh, poor old George Michael. At least over here, it did. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. I think it was about again. It, it was. It was. It was just day by day. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. No one, no one had a chance for anything to to to, to process. I mean, just in December, like Alan Thick died. I don't know how well you know Alan Thick over there. Not at all. I'm aware of him. He's, yeah, the he's growing. Not... He was the Growing Pains' dad. Yeah, he was also a Canadian. Alan Thick. He, he talked yeah. kind of like this. Hey, hello, Mike. Hmm. Is he that? Is he Robin Thick's dad? Uh yes, he was indeed. That Dan. That whatever he is, I'll call him. call him a dancer. He was in that Beetlejuice hey. cuff. Yeah, I know. Alan Thicke, uh, uh, he died. Also, uh, Zsa, Zsa Gabor died. <laughs> I'm going to sound so awful, but I thought she was dead. Everybody did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she'd been, and she had Alzheimer's for about a decade or something. Yeah, she was a mess. And yes. then, um, you know, and then you first, even into this year, Dick Gauthier died. No idea. Who that Go, is. Uh, I, I think that's how you say he was Rodimus Prime in the Transformers series. Really? Yeah. Well, I've, I've not got my nerd card on with oh, me. Oh, come on. That's, that's quite bad. Um, but again, my excuse is Rodimus Prime. Mm. I tuned out at that point. You know, anything anything past G1. Well, that was uh, G1. Mm, mm, yes. Debatable. Yes. <laughs> anything, anything up to the movie. Okay, uh, well, all right. But my favourite episode of Transformers is the one which is I still class it as a Generation 2 one with Rodimus Prime and Cup and Blur and, and all that. 
an Ultra Magnus, is called The Primitives, which was in the third season before they did The Headmasters. Right. In the fourth season. It's the one where they fly around all the animal Transformers. Oh. <laughs> it, that's my. It's like episode ninety-one or something. That's my favorite episode. Really? I love that episode. Yeah, I know. Um, they just fly around in Tripticon, don't they? And uh, Skylinks. Uh, I don't. Right, I've got my nerd card. Nerd card back on me now, listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I. I mean, by the third season, there was some weird stuff on that show. Let me tell you. <laughs> but it, the the anime the animation's really. Um, Kind of Japanese and anime. I don't know what they were doing because you look at the you look at the ones. I mean, there's one actually it was Korean, I think, at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, they went the, cheap. They, they went very cheap. Well, I was th- th- there's a there's an episode. It's it's it might even be in the in the the second series. I can't remember. Um, it's it's that bad. I don't own it because of the animation. Oh. And it's in it's in the closing credits where. They have some. Um, they have like an Olympics for the Transformers. Those all those episodes episodes where they went to other planets and met creatures who were the same size as them and things ah. like that. <laughs> they are like a the animation that is is absolutely terrible. It's in the I'm sure it's in the closing credits of like the 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 third series or the fourth series. Mm. Um, yeah, it just just awful. Um, but yeah, in terms of yeah. It's, again, uh, George Michael, fifty-three, far too young. Um, always seemed like a nice fella. Uh, never had any problems with him. He was there was never anything dodgy about him. Or um, there wasn't. Um, there was no. See again, I, I don't want to go into into dark territory. I don't nah. mean number two, but <laughs> there was nothing. Well, you're you're going to take um, him to the bank, to the yeah. blood bank. Um, there was nothing in the papers, and there was no rumours about him being. Um, how can I put it? Um, yeah, uh, Jimmy Savile. Um, <laughs> there was nothing Savile. like that about him, and and he he, uh, he was one of those people that you know just seemed like a nice fella. He was never just that. Himself. He was just a little bit better than Jimmy Savile. So a okay in my book. Yeah, that's not the best compliment, really. <laughs> just a bit better than Jimmy Savile. Uh... Um, but I mean, over here he appeared on um, he appeared on on, on um, comedy shows as himself. Didn't take himself. Yeah. There was a series, uh, Little Britain. I don't know if it, it came over there. They did a Little Britain uh, series in America, um, uh, and he, he was there as himself. And mm. and, I, and I think I've always said when I've appeared on the show, or uh, you've spoke to me, um, if if someone doesn't take themselves seriously, I've got a lot of time for them. Um, regardless of their level of talent, if they just think, if they know or they they can make fun of themselves, I've not got a problem with them. Um, and, and George Michael was like that. And again, over here, he was he was he was a massive, massive star. And again, he, he was like that first wave of early eighties pop groups with Culture Club and and um, yeah. Haircut One Hundred and all that. And he kind of ushered in that that kind of slick eighties. <laughs> Uh, slick 80s pop act so yeah rest in peace Mr. Michael yeah. or Poppadopolis or whatever your name is <laughs> so speaking of uh, movies and uh, British actors and uh, not being very nice uh, Daniel Craig <laughs> 
Daniel Craig. Uh, yes. Uh, a gent who I've run into a couple of times. A couple of times. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish him on my worst enemy. <laughs> it's just really. A, oh God! What a phony. And uh, he's a Chester, a Cheshire boy as well. Really? He's he's from my county. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe you could get him to 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 say hello. I mean, he is. Oof. No. Um. Again. The, he even when he was unveiled as Bond, he took himself seriously. Yeah. And he was very sniffy. In, in uh, I remember losing interest, losing interest with him in the I think the Quantum Solace. Oh my god, that was terrible. Press conference. He was very sniffy and a bit snotty with some journalists. And again, I'm not really got much time for the majority of journalists. But be professional and just just carry yourself with a bit of class. Um, but the sad thing is, Skyfall and Spectre. I think they're brilliant films. Yeah, they were. They, I thought they were very good. Yeah, I, I really, really like him. He's he's not my James Bond, but no. in terms of in terms of, let's just sit and watch this film. Um, all right, it's in the the James Bond universe. Well, it's fa- I think they're both fantastic films. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I, 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 the only thing I would say is with Skyfall is I didn't, I did not like Javier Bardem. Uh, I didn't like. I did not like his character. I thought it was. I, I don't Mr. know. Bond. Yeah, I don't know. It just. That villain. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was very good. And actually, to be honest with you, even the other guy, um, whose name now escapes me, uh, uh, the German guy, Inspector. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Waltz. Even him, I didn't think he was a particularly... I didn't think even he was a particularly good villain. But to be honest with you, there really hasn't been a very good Bond villain in a very <laughs> long time. So, um, Robert Carlyle was alright as a villain. Eh. Um, but he wasn't really the main villain. The main villain was the woman. Yeah. Um, I liked... Uh, I wish they'd explore this a bit more. Um, the Sean Bean character in GoldenEye. Yeah. The kind of dark version of Bond. Right. Um, they should they should, they should, should do that uh, a lot more. Kind of like a, a, another kind of double O character who's gone rogue or something. They should, they should explore that. Um, yeah, I, but I, the, the latest rumour is um, Mr. Nolan and Mr. Hardy, isn't it? For the next Bond, Christopher Nolan and Tom Hardy. Really? Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, I don't know if that's that's I flying in so. the American. I, I don't. <laughs> Look, I like Tom Hardy, but I just don't. He can't. He can't speak in like you know with that like you know. What, what do you call it? Uh, I think he's from London. Um, no, but you know what I mean. I mean. Even Connery had like a sophisticated, you know, accent. Um, well, he's not. He's, he's not going to do his character from uh, the Revenant. Well, uh, I know, get, but I'm just gets the part. Um, do you think you'll talk like this, like Bane? Oh yes, Mr. Bond. Well, I think. Uh, 
I think, uh, I mean, I can't remember a single line of dialogue he said in Mad Max. He said a couple yeah. of things, but not really. He, he do, yeah, he does mumble, but I mean, again, I've seen I him. Apologize. On, um, like it. on talk on talk shows and things over here, and again, he's he seems like he seems like a really nice guy. And yeah, and no, he is. A, no, I, I know people have met him. They say he's very very nice. Th- th- he'll throw himself into the role, yeah. but again, as a as Bond as a Bond fan, do you want? Do you want someone who's recognisable, or do you want some unknown? Because they've traditionally gone with the 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 unknown or the less than obvious choice. I now, I I think I I don't know. I I think they should go for more of an unknown choice. But it it depends on the style of movie. Daniel Craig. Yeah. I, initially, I said, "Oh God, Daniel Craig. He's not going to be any good for this." But what they wound up doing was they wound up going with a style of film which was like very brooding. And and obviously a lot of action, violent, and when you're competing against the Mission Impossible and the J and the J uh, the Jason Bourne yeah. and and uh, and ugh, the Triple X series, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I think that you know that's what they're competing against, and that's that's what they're going for. But. Um. Uh, uh, was it? Was it? Uh, but it's Barbara Broccoli who's in charge now, isn't it? Um, she is, but I even think I think even it's her and uh, Michael G. Wilson. But I think both of them are. I mean, they're both kind of old now, so I, I don't know if they're retiring at some point. But mm. I mean, it's you know, at some point, you know, are they going to make another movie? I don't know. Um, well, I think I think the. What they've got to do now is they've got to do a reaction from the from the Daniel Craig uh, versions. Now, at the time, you had like you just you've just mentioned you you, you had Jason Bourne, you had Twenty Four, um, you had um, the 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 kind of Batman uh, universe kind of rebooting and going back to gritty and, and dark and all that, and they wanted. They reacted to uh, I can't remember, was it Dying of the Day, the last Pierce Brosnan one, which was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I've always seen that. I'd, I'd like to rewatch it, but I, at the time I remember watching it, just going the C, he had a C, it was CGI stunts, an invisible car. Um, it was it was a it well, was invisible car wasn't that bad, but the well, the the it, the the wave the the windsurfing a uh, tsunami was. <laughs> oh, didn't. <laughs> I know the worst Didn't part he was. A, a un, did he have a Union Jack sale? Yes, he did. I'm <laughs> imagining that. And you know the worst part was um, that uh, they actually were going to spin off Halle Berry's character. <laughs> jinx. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, she she did jinx it. Um, <sighs> I just I just think that I mean I've heard uh, Tom Hiddleston as well. His name's. I, I really hope it's not him. I can't stand that guy. Nah, is no. I've seen the trailer for that new King Kong film. He's buffed up oh. a little bit, but it's still. No. He still kind of looks like. Um, nah, he doesn't have the forehead for it. Yeah, you can land an helicopter on that forehead. <laughs> it's can't a you? weird looking forehead. He just looks like he looks to me. I mean, this is obscure. He looks like a member of the House Martins, the band, the House Martins from the eighties. <laughs> he just lo- he just looks like a replacement bass player. Um, I, I mean, I again, wouldn't, I wouldn't mean if they were going to get like a well-known actor, I wouldn't mind seeing like a Chris Hemsworth. I know he's Australian, but, um, but the problem is even with him, 
He doesn't do dialogue well. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, again, the, 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 rea- the reaction against Daniel Craig, I mean, they've got to go lighter. Yeah. They, they really do. Keep the realistic side. Well, they tried it, but, to I mean, they tried to do that in Spectre. Yes, they tried to come back it. with all of these like homages and these in jokes like they used to do for Connery or Roger Moore. And I mean, I got them and I, I thought they were cool, but I, I I don't think they worked for Craig. I mean, all of a sudden to have this guy as being like a jokester, I mean, come on. Well, you had um, you had the introduction of the Q character. You had the, yeah. you, you had by the end of Skyfall, um, he kind of had his he had his family around him, his, his Bond family. Yeah. Um, uh, and they didn't really explore that any further with Spectre. They went back to the stupid. Yeah. Again, I don't, I lo- I, lo- I actually liked Spectre more than Skyfall because it was stupid. <laughs> um, it turned out to be his brother or something. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, but they, they they didn't capitalize on that on on that family element of 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 him flirting with Money Penny and and having jokes with his. Well, it would be well in Roger Moore's day, it was like his mm-hmm. big brother Q. Yeah. Now it's his. You need that dynamic of his. Is it's going to be a little brother or someone who's well, it's going to be someone older than than the Q because he's only in his early thirties. The the lad that's playing Q. Ah, uh, yeah. What's, so, what's uh, I met him. Uh, what the hell's his name? Ben. Ben uh, Wishaw. Wishaw. That's the fella. Yeah. Yes, that's the fella. Yeah, I met um, I, I met him and uh, Naomi Harris. Uh, I met her uh, a couple of Money months. Penny. Ago. Yeah. Oh, she's terrific. Yeah, yeah. She's I, in. I mean, I got... She's in Moonlight. That's the uh, the the award winning movie that she's she was in last year. No idea what that is. Uh, it's about, uh, I believe it's about like uh, civil rights, uh, something like that in the '60s or something like that. Uh, Mar- set in America, or yeah, I think, or you know, I think it's it's set here in the South. I think uh, that guy Marshall Marshall uh, Ali is the uh, the lead in it. Oh, no idea. Yeah, he's uh, he's in. Uh, oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Did you, did you ever see Predators? Oh, with oh god! Yeah, he was in that. Adrian, Adrian Brody. Yeah. I I happen to like that one. It is it is Adrian Brody that yes, one. And, um, yes. Walton Go- Walton Goggins is in that one as well, weren't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've seen it once uh, years yeah. ago, but I can't I, again. Can't remember anything about it. That's really bad. Yeah, they show up on this planet where the predators are like hunting them and hunting other predators, and Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne's there. It's I thought I liked it, but they're um from what I heard they're making another predator film, which uh, has pretty much nothing to do with the older predator movies. So the predator, is it? Is that I don't know. I think so. I, I've, as long as it's not Alien versus Predator again. I mean, those were <laughs> see. I'm sat right beneath an alien poster. Yeah. I love the alien films. Well, I like I, the fourth one, I've got no time for. Um, the third one, I've got a big soft spot for it. And the first two were just the, the like one and two yeah. for me. Massive fan of the first Predator film. I don't mind the second one. Second one's put okay. Them t- put them together, you know, like the, the, the old joke of um, two great tastes, taste great together. Um, you put them together, and it certainly wasn't uh, peanut butter and, and uh, chocolate. Mm. It was, um, yeah, awful. 
<laughs> wolf. Even. Uh, I know. That was just their way of just just throwing something out there to make money, but... Well, they should have done the Dark Horse comic from the late 80s. Right. Well, uh, well the, 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 you've got... It was kind of... It was pitched like Samurais versus Zulus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you had like the the, the 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 kind of waves and waves of of the aliens mm. as, as as a mass against it was also almost like a, a three hundred type plot, yeah. uh, and the 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 predators kind of tentatively join forces with the humans. Again, I've not read this in best part of thirty years, so um, I know there's going to be someone shouting at me for getting those facts wrong. But yeah, they, they need to. Expand. You've got these characters, they tr- and they've not expanded on them. You know, expand on the characters and expand no. on right. what they can do. Now, ironically, uh, ironically, the Predator, which is supposed to come out in like in, uh, I think next year at some point. Ironically, the uh, the director is uh, Shane Black, oh, who, by the way, was an actor in the first Predator movie. Hawkins, yeah, yes. it was Hawkins, and uh, and m- many other films uh, back in the eighties. But um, but you know he also wrote Lethal Weapon. Yep. And uh, Last Action Hero. Uh, last Action last, Hero. Last Action, and he did last, did last Boy Scout as well. Uh, he did, yes. I think, yeah, the a, a film devoid of subtext, which I quite uh, like. Yeah, and he did Iron Man three and. Yeah, we don't yeah, talk no, about that. That wasn't a good one. But, that was well. That's that's why I, I weren't particularly uh, jazzed about uh, his name being attached to this new. Yeah, film. well, the other things I'm looking at some of the the cast, and uh, I mean some of this is rumored, but I mean Fifty Cent, Keegan Michael Key. Uh, I mean, is it a comedy? Olivia Munn, really? Uh. Fifty Cent. Yeah, Fifty Cent. No. <laughs> I mean, some of the other ones are okay. Uh, Thomas Jane and Sterling K. Brown—they're—they're—they're they're very good. Yeah. Um, and then, then you know, the the big question is hovering over it is: uh, Do they uh, have some involvement from you know who? Yeah, um, I've heard this as well. It's going to be. Is he going of... to be there? Yes. Yeah, like a, a, like a like. Ripley was in Aliens, like a consultant type character for the for the team. I guess. So I mean, it would be nice to to see him, but well, I mean, he's basically the only guy you could bring back, other than Danny Glover. Yeah, right, right. All the other movies they killed everybody else off. Everyone's dead. Yeah, killed them. He's dead, Jim. Idiots! They should have. They should have. you know, they, they kill one of the coolest men on earth, Carl Weathers. Um, <laughs> I read something the other week. There's a there's a fan theory that um, I think it was on it, uh, I don't know, on Twitter or something. A theory that um, the Dylan character had met the Predator before, and that would be an interesting unit. Uh, Universe or avenue to well mm. uh, to, to explore, do, do a backstory for him, right? Have like a, a young that that would be you know is is you know he knew about the attack on the helicopter and the Jim Hopper character and all that stuff. Um, 
And I think there was something in the theory where he's the only character that the Predator didn't just outright kill. Mm. He actually just shot, he, he, he toyed with him like a cat <laughs> kind of thing. Now, it's a stretch, but it's, well, you know, it's something that they could play with. Yeah. They're well, not going to bring back Carl Weathers, though, are they? No, no, we can't. He's dead. But um... Actually, Jackson versus the Predator. Mm. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, they... Uh... In our in our last episode, which uh, I haven't posted yet, we we were talking. Uh, my friend and I were talking about the uh, the fact that James Cameron is is supposedly uh, on the verge of reclaiming the rights to the Terminator. Yeah, um, so, the director of Deadpool, I think. Yes, Tim Miller. Uh, yeah, that's the fella would be involved. So that would it would be interesting. Uh, I, I mean. I know a lot of, again a lot of people didn't like these but I actually liked uh Terminator 3. I liked Terminator Salvation. And uh, I mean Terminator Genesis was not really good, very good, but I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world considering some of the other films that have been <laughs> made lately, so in in terms in terms of pedigree and caliber, they stand up a lot better than the than than the kind of the Predator in the Alien films. Mm-hmm. Now 3 Four and five, is it? I, I don't. I, I did. I, I, I didn't mind um, the one with Christian Bale. No, I like that one. I really did. That, I was really I hoping that they would, you know, they were supposed to make a sequel, and then it's just the the studio went out of business. Yeah, they just they just pressed the reset button again. Yeah. Um, I think the problem with Gen- the, with the Genesis, the, the the twist was ruined in the trailer. Right. Because. They had the John Connor character turn into a lot of pixels or something. <laughs> they could have kept that to themselves. Now, if 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 I didn't know that was on its way, I'd be, oh wow, that's an interesting right. twist. Um, but I but never, I never saw the trailer, and to be honest, I I still was like, Meh. yeah, it turns it's like a big, like a a, a puddle meets a Rubik's cube or something. <laughs> it, it, that's what it turned into, but wasn't. Oh God! What's the guy's name? The 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 main actor is it Jai Courtney? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's awful. He's he's uh he's cursed. He he everything he appears in, he just ends up he's, being awful. Because he's he's I mean I've met the guy. He's actually a very nice guy, but uh, oh yeah, he's I don't know what it is. He's just not very good. He's just he's he's one of these. Uh, just I suppose I mean I'm being very dismissive because I'm, I'm jealous. He's one of these kind of hunky um, kind of potential action stars that they're trying to um, crowbar into uh, stardom. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he? Wasn't he in um, Die Hard? One of the Die Hard films is Bruce Willis. Yeah, son. he was in the most recent Die Hard, which, yeah. quite frankly, I mean, if you gave me a top five list of films that should be excised from humanity in the history of that would be right there at the top i've, ne- I've never seen it no interest it in is it. here is there's a thing if you never saw an, if it wasn't called die hard and it even if you it, it, it would still be one of the worst movies of all time and yeah. it just i mean the fourth die hard wasn't very good either but this thing was an absolute piece of garbage and they basically, so what happened was they basically shot it in, I think they shot it in Russia. And uh, essentially it was one of those things where 
to get it made, you know, they went they went overseas to get the money. Yeah. And that meant they shot it in Russia. Fine. But, you know, it just... I don't know. It's just really bad. It is weird because the guy, the director, uh, his name's John Moore. He's an Irish director. And, um, I mean, he did Behind Enemy Lines, which, I mean, it's a fluffy movie. I liked it. He did the uh, Flight of the Phoenix uh, remake with uh, uh, Dennis Quaid, which I liked. Yeah. And uh, he did the newer Omen uh, with um, with Leif Schreiber, uh, which is All okay. Right. And, um, you know, he did the Max Payne movie, which, of course, was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Another Mark Wahlberg special. But, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it, well, you know, it was like terrible, but that movie was an absolute... I mean, ba- I don't know if you've ever... I mean, Rob and I have joked about them. Um in the past, but all these, these movies that Stephen Zagal makes, he makes like two of these hunks of junk every year, like for Russia. It was basically like one of those. It was like, they took, they took Stephen Zagal out and they put in Bruce Willis and just had a lot more special effects and, and car crashes and stuff like that. But the, the, the Steven Seagal films, they know what they are. Yeah, no, I mean, they're cheesy. Everybody yeah. knows that. I mean, they're like the old, Don the Dragon Wilson films, you know? The old oh, yeah. American Ninja films. You know, you know what you got with them. Oh, no, we're talking yeah. ninjas. Yeah, but, I mean, this is... It was one... It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm not missing anything, then. No. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, look, I would say watch it just for the fact to say to your friends, yeah, I saw that. I saw that piece of garbage. Well, I, I've, I've been... I, I've... I've basically watched a lot of um, uh, show uh, K- uh, Kashugi films who, oh. who did a lot of uh, ninja films in the in the 80s I've been watching them for about a week now and um, oh they're fantastic they're, they're just they're just mental you know what I've yeah. watched uh, you know because I binge watch a lot of stuff and I, two things I'll ask you about first again you're over there so you don't get you don't get the same streaming services although I guess you could. One of them is on Amazon. It's called The Man in the High Castle. Yes. And that is, of course, it's based on the, the Philip K. Dick uh, novel from the 60s, mm-hmm. where the, the Nazis and the Japanese win uh, World War II. And I don't know if you've seen this show, but, uh, it, I mean, it's a fantastic show, great acting. And, you know, for a, for a net, for like, you know, like an Amazon show, the, the production value on it is is unbelievable yeah and um you know uh yeah i watched the first episode and yeah. didn't really interest me uh, uh, the second season's a lot better you know there's a lot of intrigue and, and what they do is they keep it you would think like oh there's going to be this big cabal but no i mean they keep it within centralized within the main characters so that yeah. you know the story doesn't get it, it doesn't become like lost or uh, yeah. something like that, where there's like so many backstories, you're you're just like, what the hell is going on with this thing? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I watched the first episode. Um, it, it didn't it didn't kind of jump out at mm-hmm. me. Uh, I've not watched a lot of of TV series for a long time. But the, I suppose 
I keep getting shouted at for not seeing Westworld. I need I need to watch that. I haven't apparently. seen that. I don't know. I mean, I like the original movie. The show looked a little dull, but... It's JJ, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's the law. I've got to watch them all. Yeah. Um, so I, I, but the thing is... like, Well, that was... Days, uh, the Westworld is uh, uh, Jonathan Nolan. He he wrote that. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, right. they, were, they were at the New York Comic Con with that, and uh, I met him there. All you know, right, standing okay, outside on one of the barricades. I, wa- I watched the last one I watched from start to finish because it was only eight parts. Oh, I watched Preacher because I'm a massive fan of the comic. So oh, okay. I did watch that, uh, but I, the last one I've just finished about a week or two ago mm. was, I've got to get the date right, 11-22-63. Oh, the James Franco? Yeah, yeah JFK, Stephen King, yeah. James Franco thing, yeah, which... Um, it, it, it was probably one episode too long. There was a bit where you got amnesia at one point. I thought it was absolutely, utterly unnecessary. And right just before he was about to save JFK or not save him. And uh, it was, why, why have you gone down this, this route? And what, what Qu- Quantum Leap did that in one episode. Yes, yeah. Um, that was that was a really good cliffhanger, if I recall correctly. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> is the, in, in was it the end of the series? No, that, no, 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 no. Like the series three, and the oh, cliffhanger maybe. was the, the famous photo. He was pausing for that photo. Oh, going, yeah, yeah, maybe it wasn't the end of work. the. Uh, it was not the end of the uh, the the whole show though. It might, oh, it might have been the old. I'm sure it was like that, the the end or like the opening episode or something. All right, well, where, one brilliant. more one more break. And then we'll finish. I'll let you go to sleep. It's only one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so the other thing was the the other show that's like a huge hit over here is on Netflix. I mean, there's many. You know, it seems like anything that goes on Netflix, you know, again, the hipsters, they just can't get enough of it. Um, is this thing called Stranger Things. Ah, Have you seen yeah. this one yet? I have, yes. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, didn't... I don't think it deserved the hype that it got. Right. Uh, because it was being, like, instantly being compared with things like Twin Peaks and that. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of very, very uh, enjoyable... Um, I think I think I think it is overrated. And I think it's overhyped, but it doesn't mean that it's not it's not bad. I think the hipsters are into it because it's oh it's it's the eighties it's it's the early eighties. Yeah. Uh, I loved the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, that that opening sequence was fantastic. I love that music. Um, it reminded me of. Um, it was like when it started. It was like it's like watching the fog, that, that right. old, uh, early John Carpenter film, and I liked it because it had this feeling of. I mean, everyone's con- kind of comparing it to ET and and, and yeah. Poltergeist and things like that. Um, very very good. Um, I, I hope that they don't mess up the second series. I know that was commissioned very quickly. I, I think and, and, uh, my feeling on the second, and this is what I told people, and, and people, I don't know, they're not agreeing with me. I said that they would have been better off if they made it like an anthology series 
where the second season is a totally different cast. Maybe you have one or two people, you know, move over, but just get a new cast, new stories, and just start over. You know, I mean, I don't know. That that's what I, I would think it would work. It it would work better than now. There's the same cast. They're going to build this whole mythos around it, and and mm. blah 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 blah. And now uh, Rudy's on it, and you know. Eh. It's it was kind of the the last couple of episodes. It, it reminded me of uh, it was like it was like an anti Lost. Yeah. Where the the they set all these things up. They answered uh, about eighty percent of the questions, and then there's the the the, the kind of other dimension, other dimension, and where did um, eleven go mm. uh, and all that, and they've left that because I, I, and I think. They didn't answer those questions because they didn't have the answers. That that's the the impression I was getting. It just ended very very suddenly. Yeah. Now they're going to have a go at, at um, answering these questions in in the in the second series, um, and and certainly things like setups are usually more interesting than um, uh, the, the, than resolutions. So they, they have to play. I think I don't want them to be a victim of their own success. Hmm. Keep that mystery and keep that kind of quirkiness, and certainly start, don't start playing to people like the hipsters. Because then, then you you're painting yourself into a corner, though. Where you got everything's got to be weird, or everything's got to be uh, unanswered, or um, you know the the the, the playing with. Uh, that 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 eighties kind of iconography too much, and and that'll just be a bit that that'll take center stage as opposed to the story. Um, I, I I thought the kids in it were fantastic. Yeah. Um, the the really like a lot of the times I think we've discussed this previously were there's a kid the, the a kid sidekick or whatever in a film or a TV show. It's like oh, just get to the main characters. <laughs> And and they were so kind of charming hmm. and so kind of um, I mean they they had me straight away when they were all sat around playing uh, Dungeons, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. And Dragons. It was just it was just just so charming. Uh, here, again, can it, I I've got to say something. I agree with you. Uh, the kids for me, they the biggest reason that 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 drew me to it right away was the fact that. The kids acted like kids. Yeah. I mean, they acted like we acted back then. Yeah. You know, that's just, yeah. just how it was when there was no cell phones and no internet and, you know, nothing like that. That's just how we were. We really sound old now, don't no. we? But, but, here's, here's what I would say. This is a, this is a characterization I don't like. Now, I'm a little bit older than, uh, I should say, I'm a little younger than those kids were uh, in it's supposed to be in that series. Yeah. However, and you could even extend this to like the Goldbergs TV show or that Super 8 movie that J.J. Abrams did or whatever. I don't like the fact that every single time they go back to the 80s with kids and are nerdy kids, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Now, I don't mean to say it to besmirch someone such as yourself that may have played that. But I have to say something. I have to. I don't. Maybe the may hold on. Maybe the popularity had waned by the time like Rob and I were that age or whatever. The later eighties. 
Nobody played Dungeons and Dragons. It, I, I just think it's... Nobody! Oh, how can I put it? I, I was going to say, I was going to say lazy writing. Um, how, can we, how can we get across quickly right. to the audience that these are nerds? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. But the kids in E.T. weren't nerds. Right. They, they were, you know, they were... Just, uh, they were contemporary, you know. Yeah, they were BMX. They were BMX and I just... Right. I just uh, see, at the time, uh, certainly... Did you ever... You ever see, I know this, this movie was from like 1989, but The Experts with John Travolta... And Kelly Preston, never even heard of that. Oh come on! Yeah, love that movie. That's the one where Travolta and this other guy are New York City nightclub uh, managers, and they get tricked to going to what is essentially Soviet Russia to spruce up these people, make them more American, and basically they're Russians living in a 1950s town. Where they've they like it was like a town that the Russians started in the fifties for like you know deep cover spy stuff, but they never yeah. updated it. So these they guys are. come. Oh, it's hilarious! Kelly Preston is super hot. Um, uh, 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 Stacy Keach's uh, brother. Uh, who, what's his name? Oh God! The guy from Wildcats. Oh, I forget his name, but one of the Mr. Keech. the Keach, yeah. He plays this Russian guy. It's hilarious. Uh, actually, he's not Russian. He's Latvian. Latvian. So, oh, this thing, it is. I love, you gotta watch it. Rick Dukamen is in it from The Burbs. Uh, Bri- I'm sitting there, Brian Doyle Murray is in it. It's fantastic. I've not watched, I've not watched the Goldbergs yet. Oh, I've not Gold- seen, I've not seen Super 8 yet. Ah, well, Super 8's not that's, that good. That's 10 years old. Um, it is? See, I'm just sitting uh, super, yeah, 2007, 2008, yeah. I think, yeah. It's it's getting, it's yeah, best part of 10 years old now. Um, and then... Well, you have to watch The Experts. Come on. See, see, you're sitting there telling me the plot, and I'm, and I'm going, was it... Because a lot of the time, the American title, we don't get over here. It may, it, it may be, you know, named something else. Right, right, right. All right, let me look it up. Yeah. Uh, let me look the, it up. But the plot, the, the plot, I don't even remember. That is, <laughs> I'm not doing very well tonight, am I? Uh, I thought I thought I was, you know, a, quite quite a nerd. It was directed by Dave Thomas. Who's that? From the the uh, McKenzie brothers. Oh, second, second city. Second show in a row, the yeah. McKenzie brothers. Okay. Yeah. Strange brew that yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it, the budget was three million, and it made a whopping total of one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. Maybe that's why I've not heard of it. Oh, come on, it's great, man. You got it. Ir Gross. That's the guy. That's the uh, his buddy in the film. I I love this movie. Right. I'll 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 track that down. Yeah. There's, love there's... it. Anyway. Yeah. I've, anyway. I've been watching horror films and ninja films. Oh, for come on. Months. I need to. Yeah, I need to get back into the comedy. You got to watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you're not watching that, you're there's something wrong with you. There is something wrong with the me. The latest yeah. season. They're in like the 12th, 15th season. I don't know. The 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 season right now. It just started. There's like three episodes in. It's better than it's ever been. It is insane. See, see, a lot of 
there's not a lot of things that make me laugh. Ah, that show people, makes the only way I laugh at comedies now. It has to be in sadistic. Yeah, other people's pain is hilarious. Yes, but the, the, there's people that they, they recommend comedies to me and things like that, and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm saying. This is about as funny as a World War II documentary. This isn't funny at all. I'm telling um, you, man. Anything on the American channel FXX, so that's it's it's over now, but the league, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, you're the worst. They're just insanely funny. But anyway, so back to 80s stuff. The experts. At the end of the film, I hate to spoil it, but at the end of the film. They they show up back in the United States and they're they kind of jokingly like they're like well you know are we really back and John Travolta says let's see and somebody had a football so there's some kid in the middle of Nebraska or whatever riding his bike up the block you know like we used to do old BMX bike riding with no hands and he's riding the bike and he and Travolta goes hey kid he goes what catch he fires the football at him, and the kid catches the football while he's riding the bike. And he goes, what do you want? And he goes, uh, and he goes, keep it. And he goes, thanks. And he goes, yep, yeah, we're home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very American thing, but still, like, that to me, as a kid, like, that's what it meant to be a kid in America. You rode yeah, your bike yeah. around back then. You rode your bike. You, you played football. You threw the football around or whatever. Nobody played Dungeons and Dragons. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I just think. I mean, I'm going back. I mean, I'm referring to ET, <laughs> where the kids were kind of. They, they were they were like the cool kids. They had a sense of humor, yeah. but Dungeons and Dragons was so kind of massive mm. that. They could play that, and they weren't kind of labelled as nerds. They could then go out and and go out on the BMXs and play. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Just... Whatever. Over here, it was fighting fantasy books. That's what oh, I had. Oh boy, um, which was this kind of simplified version of Dungeon. It was like Dungeon Dragons for people with no friends. Just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, choose your own adventure. That's, that's right, the right, right. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Yes, Stranger Things really, um, yeah, really liked it. Not not like to the point of where, oh my god, I can't wait for the second series kind of thing. So, so I don't think anything's impressed me that much. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think it'll disappoint. But my question is, if you, Spaceman David, were to be interject inserted into Stranger Things, what click would you be in at, at that point? Because I got to tell you what I would have been, because at the time I was five years old, I would have been the little little brother or sister that was running around. Yeah. Um, so when was it set? 83? Yeah. Oh, I would have been eight. Oh, okay. So you would have been like those kids. Yeah. Um, so going back to me as an eight-year-old, um, I wasn't... I, I was... I've always been a kind of... Um, I'd say again. I'd go back to the kids in ET. That's what I was like. I, I could, I could play sports, but I could also read comic books and watch cartoons right. and, and collect action figures. But I could, I can still do it to this day. I can, I can probably string a conversation together about sports 
but can also get into a, a, a long debate on, you know, who'd win in a fight between Robocop and Swamp Thing or something <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? Um, so I was kind of in the middle. Um, yeah. So, all right, so last, lastly... What's going on? Uh, you have anything to say about your comic book, or I don't know? I haven't. I mean, I've kind of seen a few things show up, but um, yeah, we're getting there. Right. Um, we, we've, I think, both of us. We've, we, we've both had. Um, I don't want to kind of go off into a uh, get the violin out or anything, but we've both had kind of like personal issues to deal with, and that set us back at least a year. Yeah. Um, right. uh, Various health problems and things like that, because mm. we're we are old men, Greg. Um, yeah. And Nathan's older than me, um, yeah. but Nathan's uh, yeah, Nathan's up to he's about two thirds, three quarters of the way through the actual artwork. Mm. Um, uh, and again, I think I said this a year ago. I wanted I wanted it to start going to certainly local cons yeah. before the end of this year, and that that will ha- that will happen before the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and it's a very nice. It, it, it's nice to go into a, a a world that you can control. I don't want to get philosophical about it, but as the writer, it's right. nice to be able to control events now, as opposed to letting events control you. Right now, the question is: at these conventions, if you have the little merch table there, will you be selling the official Pawn Stevenson Show T-shirt, of which you were the only buyer? <laughs> I I was not the only buyer. You had to be. Nobody else bought that. Um, well, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly, uh, if, and to prove it, if I order a few, if I order a few extras, I'll get some, get, get some made myself. I don't think there's anywhere to order it from. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have to do an, we'll have to do an updated, um, an updated design or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've said, I've said to, I've always said to loads of people from, from day one about uh, about the show, just you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this. Um, whether or not people listen to me or not, I don't know. Um, but it, it, I think you're. I think certainly when it was. Uh, you, I mean the film the film reviews and things like that. You need to. I'd like to hear them again. You, I can't wait for the next Transformers. You need uh, to bring Rob back for that. Uh, That's got to be the tradition. He can. He can't. He just. He told me he literally cannot sit through them. He's he's he's, he's got he's he's got to you know he's got to uh, can't you know serve the public. The, let me tell you, the last film, which I think was the it wasn't even the last Transformers film. Maybe it was the fourth one. At that point, we just said, we agreed amongst ourselves, we cannot sit through the theater for three hours for these again. We just can't do it. So we basically illegally downloaded it and and watched like a really, really bad bootleg. And it was so bad that we would just look at each other and just get, like give a look. And we're like, okay. And then I would fast forward it like 10 minutes. And then we're well, like, well, well, nothing's happened. All right, another 10 minutes. <laughs> What's taken over from the Transformers? What what franchises? But it's still going. What do you mean? I mean, in terms of what fills you with dread that a new film of whatever's coming out or what what's what's what can overtake Transformers? Oh, I don't think it? anything can. 
the yardstick. No, I think there's no way. I mean, there's nothing else that we, I mean, that, that we cared about enough as kids that was so thoroughly ruined. I mean, even like the, the Ninja Turtles that they keep doing over and over again. I mean, they're okay. And, mm. you know, the G.I. Joe movies were terrible, but we kind of expected they would be. But the Transformers movies, you know, that new Ghostbusters stunk, whatever. But the new those Transformers movies have so little to do with the original concept, either in comics, uh, in on television, whatever, of the original series from the 80s. They have so little to do with it. And they are the antithesis, and they, they, they're insulting. If you were a fan of that franchise, these things are insulting to you. And I, well, I've personally never been so insulted by. I mean, I, I, the new Star Trek movies. I think I, I really. I mean, I watch them, but I think they're a joke and they're insulting to the original material. But mm-hmm. I, there's nothing like these these new Transformers. There's nothing even close. Well, this is maybe, and there's no uh, reason for it. Well, maybe where this is where our our hipster friends can come in. No, they don't like now, it either. Well, the Transformers films, when they first came out, they were being catered for by, I think I went over this last time, I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, the the kind of mall rat type kids who were just, you know, you kind of, um, oh God, like your your Valley Girl type characters. And (laughs) I'm not not insulting uh, uh, the Valley Girls or anything, but that stereotype. Yeah, well, that's Michael Um, Bay though. Yeah, um, so the, but they they make so much money, but not necessarily in America. Well, it's, no, not anymore. No, I mean now they're it's well, it's not just China. Yeah, it's not even the Transformers. It's it's every major blockbuster film. They can't make all their money back in the United States or even Europe anymore. It has Asia is has become their number one market to the point where. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these films, like the Transformers movies, they wound up shooting half of the, you know, a good portion of the films in China, just yeah. just so the Chinese audience would have like, uh, you know, they'd be able to see like their Chinese cities in it. You know, hey, look at that, Ooh. you know. So, well, well, the the, the hips, uh, our hipster friends could could, you know, the, if they're obsessed with things from the eighties or, or they want to they want to watch the original versions of things. Yeah. They can go. They can go back and watch the old series. We've. I've kind of got over this. Um, oh, the, the casting such and such a person as as the character. Like the, certainly for myself, like the comic book characters. Um, I, I I don't care anymore because I've still got the comics. I've still got the old cartoons. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I can watch that, but it's they make. I think the chat. The, the Transformers films are making so much money that they're not. That that's the they finally got to the formula that works. They're going to make another ten films. But what I, I, yes, I know that. But what my what my argument has been with these films is that the formula that Michael Bay could have and should have done was to make the stars of the films the robots. Oh yeah, yeah. that's been his mistake the entire time. That's why they're garbage. I don't know why he is so. He was always so vehemently against that, but he just always was. And so, what are you going to do? You're never. He's. Ne- I'm never going to like any of them because, again, 
the stars of the of the series were the robots. And oh, yeah. that's he just never, you know, he just wouldn't do that. He was totally totally against that. And you know, yeah, I know the Megan Fox and the stupid Shia LaBeouf and all that and the dumb jokes whatever, but I mean, tr- look, the original Transformers had tons of horrible jokes. I mean, you know, not even close, but the the problem is they they had the opportunity and this is why it's so disappointing. You you weren't following this, but Rob and I were following it at the time. The the talk began about you know they were going to make the film, and uh, there were a couple of guys I forget their names that they're producers and stuff, but they wound up getting the um, they wound up getting the rights, and so you know they were going to produce it, and and they were on message boards at the time explaining you know what their plans were and everybody on the boards were like oh my god i mean these are some really really cynical pretty awful transformers fans you know the ones who actually collect the toys and are just awful people and so even they were impressed and excited so you had this great no you had this really all this goodwill this huge swath of people who were excited and then the end product was, it was literally, I, I have to, I'll give the comparison really to like to the Donald Trumpism. It is like somebody insulting you with bad jokes and being a jerk about it. And just any, just knowing that you hate what they are doing and yet they're rubbing your face in it. <laughs> that That's really, honestly, that's really how... It felt to me with yeah. Michael Bay, and it's just from day one he was he was uh, combative about it, and he was he was I mean he was like Trump, he was combative and nasty and and rude and just a know it all, and it just turned me off. And I said, well, I knew they were garbage, but I said, you know, and I remember when the first one came out, and people were like, oh, this is great. I'm like. Why don't you idiots go back and watch Transformers the movie and, and then come back and say whether or not this was great or that this had yeah. anything to do with the original uh, franchise. It didn't. It had nothing yeah, to do with yeah. it. Yeah, it had Peter Cushing. Big deal. Yeah. I, uh, the, first, the first film I didn't mind because it was just stupid. Yeah, and but, it just, yeah but it got progressively the, worse. I've not watched any of the others and... Again, it's just it, they're making it for kids, and it's it's just yeah, I know. But they made the original stuff for kids too, and and they loved it. Yeah, um, it, it's it, I don't know. It's, it's very hard to decipher. Really, it's just so I think it is a combination. Is a combination of yes, you are being insulted, and they can do they can do things that. Um, is is like fan service, I suppose. Yeah, but. But like the like that last Star Wars film that's just come out, uh, Rogue One. There were criticisms about that, about oh, like the attacks at the end uh, on that on that beach. There, there was people saying, "Oh, it's great." To, one half of the audience is saying, oh, "It's great to see the attacks again," but then the other <laughs> half is saying, oh, "It's just fan service." Or do you remember? Like, do, do you remember this? Do you remember the, that? The the so the, the at ats were the was the fan service. <laughs> well, it was like there was no there was it no wasn't need. it wasn't like young Carrie Fisher and all. I mean, it's a bit creepy. Um, <laughs> there was no there, there, there was no need for them to be there. 
the the, the ATATs because it, it it was like oh look do you remember do you remember this spaceship it was a bit like that but eh, I don't know I I, I just, you know I review we reviewed it in the last episode I mean I just yeah. I know there was fan service and and the characters were weak and they were. You know, they were abrupt, but the problem was it was a standalone movie. So they really, you know, they had to do everything in one shot. And my, my, you know, my view on it is I just haven't, I actually would have seen it again in the theater. I just haven't had time, but it's, it's a film I definitely rewatch a lot, probably even more than The Force Awakens, um, which I think was, I I mean, I liked The Force Awakens, but God, it was just, even it was, I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan of J.J. Abrams as a director. It was just messy. Yeah, yeah. And I think the next one, the Last Jedi, I think yeah. will I think it will be much better. But um, you know, oh well. So on that note, you know, do, do you have anything left to say? Um, for the hipsters out there, <laughs> the, the the TV shows I was I was going to get you to all watch. Yeah. Um. Vic Reeves' Big Night Out. Who? Vic Reeves' Big Night Out from the early 90s. Very, very British. Oh, I thought very, it was very new. surreal. And then um, Bottom with Rick Mayo and Aid Edmondson. Who are these people? Oh, yeah. Uh, from the young ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the hipsters out there will know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, not going to know Vic Reeves. Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer, anything with them two. Very British, very surreal. Uh, we'll like that. Boy. If, if you want to earn if you want to earn kind of hipster point, points in the in the mm. coffee shop, just to stereotype you all. Um wax your beard and talk about them loudly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So obviously great to have you on again. We'll have you back in a uh, hopefully not as long, a few months or something. Oh, shout me anytime, Pop. Yeah. And maybe one of these days I actually get robbed to talk to you. Eh. That would be very nice, actually. Yeah, that would be very nice. But he's he's adult now. He's an adult. Yes, he is. Yeah, even though I'm like five years older than you. Yeah, well. All righty. Goodbye, America. Eh, Ta-ta. Take care. Oh, yeah. Note to self, I've got to listen to the Ponch Stevenson show. Wait a minute, is it the show? Yeah, it's it. Perfect. Okay, cool. No worries. You're listening to the Ponch Stevenson show. PonchStevenson.com Broadcasting from Belleville, New Jersey. You're listening to the Ponch Stevenson show. The ultimate pop culture podcast. The Ponch Stevenson show. Since 2005. Well, listeners, I think Greg has gone for a, what we call a slash in the uh, north of England, uh, which means a number one. Uh, hopefully, um, if he's gone for a number two, um, he's washing his hands before he comes back to uh, operate uh, his computer. Oh, I'm back. I've just been doing some stings for you while you've been away. Broadcasting from New Jersey. Uh. <laughs> okay.
I thought you meant like Sting. Oh no no no! no we don't we don't. Talk do 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 da da da! You know. Yeah, minute minute went solo. That was it. Mm. Well, he's always always in my good books for June. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I was gonna say like Quadrophenia. Oh God no! No. Too British, too boring. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, anyway, so 